Have you ever wanted to start a business but feel stuck and don't know how to start? I want to get you from idea to income in less than 90 days so you can change lives and make an impact while earning money. My name is Barbie Jo and welcome to Passion to Profit. Hello everyone, Barbie Jo here and welcome to another episode. Today I have a special guest for you. Her name is Katie Lovett and she is a functional gut health dietitian living in the great state of Texas where her days are filled with love and laughter and some chaos and shared with her husband and three children and a fluffy puppy dog. Katie experienced firsthand how the conventional medical system fails people by not asking the right questions, the hows, the whys, especially around gut health. She is on a mission to empower thousands of women to get the answers they need in order to accomplish true healing from chronic gut symptoms. Katie believes that health is a lifelong journey and if done properly, a fun and delicious one. Love this. I'm so glad you're here with us today. Welcome to the show. Tell us, how did you get to this place in life? Thank you so much for having me here, Barbie Jo. I'm, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to speak to your audience and, and share this important information. So I am a dietitian uh, by trade. I went to school for nutrition and didn't honestly learn too much about how food can help with gut symptoms and nutrition <laughs> in college. So it was you know very clinical information. You know, I got out of school and started to explore functional nutrition a few years later, which was really my passion and what I had hoped to learn in college. And it was really cool. You know, the stars aligned, the breadcrumbs all led me to that space because in order to do the program I wanted to do, you had to be a dietitian. So it was really neat how it led me there. But it was through that training with functional nutrition that I realized, whoa, I have some, you know, gut issues that I've had for so long. I thought they were normal. I just thought it was the way my body was. Um, You know, my doctors had kind of told me, yeah, you know, drink enough water, eat enough fiber, move some, you're good. You know, and it always kind of bothered me. But again, it had just always been the way things were. So it was really cool going through that process of the functional nutrition training and realizing I can, I can fix this and I can improve my gut health and the importance behind it. And then being able to see all of it, you know, fall into place, heal my gut. Um, and then now I get to help a lot of other people do the same. That is so cool. This, I think, is a subject that is now really becoming very popular. And I'm glad because I don't think we've talked enough about it for so, so long. And now people are understanding the importance of it. I think this is so good. So let's dive in. What are some symptoms of an unhealthy gut? Yeah, I love that question. Um, And it has been kind of known, but a little bit fringe, I guess, for a long time. If you think back, like Hippocrates said, all disease begins in the gut, right? That was just a hot minute ago. Um, so, so we've had some, you know, really great wisdom into that thought for a long time. And I'm glad that more attention is getting paid to it. And the science is really starting to come out and back that up. So if, if you're wondering, 
you know, do I just have, you know, the occasional like weird digestive thing, or is it something that's more serious going on that I need to pay more attention to and get some help with? I think that's a really great question to start with. And my answer is if it's a one-off thing that doesn't progress or get worse or expand in nature, probably okay to just keep an eye on it, right? If it's an occasional, oh, I went on the trip and my bathroom habits got kind of messed up, came home, went back to normal, fine, go on my merry way. Great. However, if it's something where you go on a trip, bathroom habits get messed up and you're never really the same after that, um, where, you know, maybe instances of constipation start becoming more frequent or um, you're noticing more and more foods are starting to trigger some diarrhea or glass or bloating. And that list of foods that you're able to tolerate really well starts to get smaller and smaller. Um, or, you know, you're starting to feel more tired. Um, if you're having some skin, you know, conditions kind of creep up like eczema or psoriasis or acne. Um, all of that is linked to gut health, um, brain fog, fatigue, um, you know, all of that. Our gut is the gatekeeper between what gets into our bodies and the outside world. And so if it's not functioning the way it needs to, we could be missing out on really important nutrients that our bodies need to function. We can't just, our bodies can't wave a magic wand and create nutrients where there are no nutrients to be had from food. So those are some of the signs that I, I always tell people to watch out for. Oh, wow. That's so interesting. Okay. So if you're starting to experience some gut issues, what are some things you can do to start healing on your own? A great place to start. And I always like for people to start small and start slow and strategically. I don't think you have to go all in from the very beginning, the very first sign of some gut dysfunction. I think there's a lot you can do in your home. Um, first of all, chew your food. <laughs> We are in such a rush all the time and we do not really prioritize sitting down, you know, taking some time to truly eat. Digestion begins in your mouth. And if you're not breaking your food down enough in your mouth, your gut has to bear that burden and like break food down even more. If you think about it, you put food into your mouth and by the time it gets to your small intestine, that's where food starts to be absorbed as vitamins and nutrients. And just look at the size difference between that, you know, piece of asparagus that you're putting into your mouth and how your body has to get those vitamins and minerals and fiber and all of that stuff all together and where it needs to go. If you're not chewing your food and you're having these big chunks of asparagus still in your small intestine, you're not doing yourself any favor. So that's the first tip. The second tip, are you eating uh, enough vegetables? Most of the time, the answer is no. Um, you know, I don't believe that um, a vegan or vegetarian diet is necessarily the best diet for optimal health. I think, you know, we need additional nutrients that those diets just can't give us most of the time. But we tend to look at carbohydrate, like starchy carbs, breads, and meat is like the main centerpieces of the meal. Um, and the side dishes are the vegetables. And I'd like to just flip that on its head a little bit and make the main dish a vegetable containing dish and have meat and starchy carbs more as the side dishes. And by doing that, you're giving your gut what it needs to function as well as your whole body. And then the next thing is manage your stress manage your sleep, manage your rest, make sure that you're laughing and that you're doing something that's creative and enjoyable every day. 
there's such a strong connection to our brains and our guts and our guts to our brains. And it's the cycle and, um, you know, it can get really out of hand really fast. And so taking some deep breaths, spending time outside, those types of things that feel kind of soft and like fluffy are actually really, really important to gut health. So chew your food, eat your vegetables and manage your stress. They sound basic, but they really can make, people are shocked. They're like, I can't believe how much of a difference just chewing my food made in my digestion. Like it's crazy. Oh, totally. I just saw a whole thing, a whole piece done on intentional eating. And I was like, wow. How often do we just fly through our day, right? And we're just grab and go, grab and go. I can't even tell you how many times I am just, you know, swallowing my food whole just to get to the next thing, just so I have something in my system. Um, It's it's bad. Like we are not scheduling in time to intentionally eat like we used to. So I think that's really great advice. Really great. Yay. Okay, so how do we know then if you're dealing with a serious gut issue and not just like some random things happening? Yeah, so kind of I I touched on it a minute ago a little bit, but to go into a little more detail, if it's something that's progressing and getting in the way of the way you are living your life, it is it needs attention brought to it. You need some help probably if you've tried those things, if you've really tried to manage stress or eating whole foods, you're taking the time to really eat and chew your food. Um, you're doing the, those basic personal care things and you're continuing to get worse or not continuing to improve. It's time to bring in an expert who has some additional levers to pull and some different tools to employ, maybe do some um, functional testing and see if we can get a really good snapshot of what's going on in your gut stuff like that. How well are you digesting your food? Do we have you know, enough digestive secretions coming from your pancreas and gallbladder and all of that to help break down your food? Do we have a balance of um, bacteria in your gut? Stuff like that um, is what people are going to be looking for who really know what they're doing in this space. So how do you find a practitioner that is a functional gut health expert? Yeah, I think, you know, there's more and more of us kind of like you said at the beginning, there's a lot more attention being brought to this area, which I think is, you know, so wonderful. Um, You know, we 70, 80% of our immune system is in our gut. We have all these autoimmune conditions rising up. Well, if your gut is inflamed and your immune system, you know, local to your gut is irritated, it's going to have an overall impact on your body. Um, so going back to the, the how to find help, people are becoming more available. There's more and more practitioners out there, but there's a lot of different approaches and some are based more in science than others. You know, you have to be really careful. There's no standard for the word nutritionist. Um, there is a standard for dietitian, but any any person can call themselves a nutritionist. And some nutritionist training programs are really great and legitimate and backed in science, and others are a little bit lacking, you know, in their um, scientific basis. So do your research, become your own advocate for your health. That's so important. Take responsibility. Don't become a victim of the medical um, setup, you know, really take responsibility for your health, advocate. We have wonderful internet search tools at our disposal. Figure out who, you know, who you're going to be working with. Um, They need to be trained in gut health. They need to be trained in functional nutrition or functional medicine. 
they need to have probably a college degree in a human science like nutrition or, you know, doctor, something like that. Um, And they need to have clinical experience as well so that they've tried these things on. I say, you know, nutrition is both a science and an art form. And we learn the science part in school. You don't really get to learn the art form until you're in practice for a little bit. You have to trial and error some things and try different things on and see what works for different people. And then you want to find somebody who really takes your goals and dreams into consideration um, whenever you're working together. You know, if I'm working with someone and I don't really care what they want to accomplish and I come in with this set of standards that, yeah, maybe it heals their gut, but it gives them, you know, this super restrictive diet that they're not even enjoying, you know, family time with friends or social events anymore because they can't eat, you know, with their family I haven't really, have I really helped that person? You know, if I've given them this super rigid, unsustainable diet, I don't, I don't think so. Um, so really finding someone who's going to come at it with a balanced approach and make sure that what you hope to accomplish is what's getting accomplished there. That's so great. Okay. Can you talk us through the food map diet? I don't even know if I'm saying it right, but what is it and <laughs> yeah. what is it being used for? Yeah. FODMAP diet, the low FODMAP diet. So FODMAPs are highly fermentable carbohydrates. So there's several different kinds. Each letter in FODMAP stands for one. And eliminating these from your diet can help tone down, you know, uh, gut symptoms, especially bloating, diarrhea, constipation, stuff like that. Uh, Even some heartburn, it can help with that. it, It can be really helpful. The problems that I have with it are really complicated. It's super confusing. It's all based on dosage of food. Um, so, you know, one broccoli florette might be fine and not have a lot of FODMAPs, but if you eat a whole bunch of broccoli, you could be getting into trouble. So there's no just one list of like, okay foods and not okay foods. You have to like figure out, you know, what's, what's okay, what's not okay, what the serving size is, all of that. And what's really frustrating is a lot of the time people will get, oh, you have IBS from this, from their doctor, from their GI doctor. And, you know, doctors aren't given a lot of nutrition training in school. Like if there's a college I went to, they had six hours and it was the nutrition students teaching it. Wow. So they really just aren't trained. They're not equipped, you know, to help with this. This is why dietitians are so important. We're the experts in nutrition. So GI doc will say, oh, you have IBS, which IBS is kind of a goofy diagnosis anyway, because it's just a diagnosis of exclusion. Oftentimes it's nothing is showing up. You're saying you have these symptoms. So we're going to bucket it as IBS. Here's a handout on the low FODMAP diet. Good luck. And that's all these people are given. And then people go Google low FODMAP diet to try and you know figure out what's going on. And they realize, whoa, I am way over my head. Like, I don't know what to do. And then they call me. <laughs> and so that's actually how I get a lot of people finding me is I need help with the low FODMAP diet. Okay, so it's hard to understand. So it's really complicated. It also doesn't fix the problem. You're just masking the symptoms of these gut issues. You're not figuring out why am I having these gut issues to begin with? And that is where I really shine and functional gut health experts really shine um, is figuring out what is the dysfunction going on in your gut? What 
triggered it? What's allowing it to continue going on? And then what do we need to do to kind of stop this process and allow things to repair so that you don't have to eliminate FODMAP foods or restrict FODMAP foods because your gut is functioning as it was created to function. So that's the FODMAP um, diet. I just, you know, it, it can be a great tool to provide symptomatic relief. I just don't think it's a permanent fix for things. Okay. So I think you've already answered this question, but I have to ask it because I know there's some people out there that need to hear this. Is it truly possible to heal your gut? Yes. Um, I, that's the answer to the question. And yes, I did touch on it, but yes, you can heal your gut. Um, it is a process and it's a journey. And I don't believe that anything in our health is stable and concrete and fixed over time. I think as you know, humans, we are constantly evolving and changing and things, things happen. So, you know, say you go down this path and work with somebody and get your gut in a better place, but then you go through a major trauma or you stop paying quite as much attention to what you're eating um, or how you're eating, um, stuff like that. Um, it can become an issue again, you know, like once you heal your gut, it's not just fixed forever. Um, but yes, you absolutely can get to a place where you're restoring function. Awesome. I think that is so um, good to hear and like inspiring, motivating for people that think, oh, there's just, you can't fix this. I'm bound to medication yeah. the rest of my life, or I just have this autoimmune disease. That's just the way it is. It's genetic or whatever excuses that people like to use as crutches. I'm so glad that you were saying this, that we can heal. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's not easy. It takes a lot of time and dedication for sure. And it takes change. You know, you can't just expect to hire somebody and, oh, my gut health is fixed because I, you know, I hired a gut health expert to go fix it for me. Like you have to roll up your sleeves and, and do the work. It's a true partnership, you know? And so... That's actually one of the things I do with my clients when we're first getting started is really wrap our minds around their mindset. What are their goals? What do they, you know, hope to accomplish? And the really big question is why? Like what is motivating them to change, you know, things in their lives? Because cooking healthier often requires more time. You know, healthier foods tend to be more expensive. So there are things that need to shift and you have to be motivated by something really big that you're really emotionally connected to that's a big enough reason to get you to take action. Ooh, that's so good. That's so good. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you shared with us today because I think this is so important for everybody to just kind of awaken to and learn more about. So tell us, how can we find you if um, my listeners are interested in working with you or reaching out to you? Yeah, I'd love to connect with anyone who's interested in gut health, wants to learn more. Um, I really appreciate you again having me here on the show. People can find me on Instagram and hopefully you'll put the handle in the show notes because it's kind of a wonky one, but it's um, the underscore healthy gut underscore dietitian is my Instagram handle. And I do have a free uh, private Facebook community. Um, where I go live and do free live trainings every week. Um, so that's definitely something to check out. And that is Nourished and Thrive Insiders is that Facebook group. And then my website is nourishedthrivewellness.com. It's in my Instagram bio. Um, if you're interested in working with me, just send me a message, um, reach out, um, and we'll, we'll talk and, and see what's the best option for you. Awesome. 
We will include all of this in the show notes. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah, thank you again. And um, I hope everyone takes their time eating their meal today, <laughs> focuses on veggies and, and um, choose their food really well and, and manages stress and enjoys the, the beautiful life that you've been given. Thank you for listening to the Passion to Profit podcast. If you loved it, please let us know so we can create more content that will be useful to you. We would also like to invite you to our free masterclass on attracting high paying clients. Just visit barbiejoe.com to register for our next free masterclass so you can start filling your calendar with high paying clients and step into a full-time business and not just a hobby. We want to show you how to make more money in less time.